There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Redestein tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. I am a creature of habit. That's not necessarily a good thing, and most people are that way. I, I have a pretty strict routine. I have not very often deviated from that routine. I go to bed about the same time. I get up about the same time. I do the same things about the same time every day, depending on the day of the week. Now, occasionally that changes because I moonlight and I have to do extra radio from time to time. 
so it changes a little bit. But the the essential outline of my schedule to bring you into my world is pretty much the same. I think you're you're like me. Most people are like that. You have a routine. It doesn't change very often. But for you to change your your schedule, uh, you know, something has to be of value. Something has to be of, of importance to change your schedule. So I changed a, a lot of stuff around. Uh, stuff that I normally do that's just part of my routine to attend a baseball game. Uh, now, I showed up. The Dodgers did not show up. to the, They didn't live up to their end of the bar. What a pathetic, lifeless bunch of zombies that showed up in game three. I'm told that's a playoff game. The Elite Championship Series is the Brew Crew had their way as that was a public flogging of the Dodgers at Chavez Ravine, someone named Yalish Shasin, who sucks. He's a journeyman second-rate pitcher, and he was pitching scoreless baseball. didn't allow a run over five and a third innings. Well, nobody scored for the Dodgers, and Milwaukee ends up getting a 4 nothing win. So briefly, they feel good about themselves. They think they're going to win the series. It's good for, for their confidence, but they're not going to win the series. Uh, but Shasin somehow kept the Dodger lineup. Who? Yolish Yassin, I believe that's how you say it. Yeah. Never heard of him. And he's a, yeah, why would you pay attention to him? He's a nobody. And nobody won a playoff game. Think about that. And nobody. He got bounced around Major League Baseball. So Yolish Yassin kept the Dodger lineup guessing all night, tossing up a bunch of slop. He had a slider and an average big league fastball. And you would have thought the Dodger hitters were being blindfolded before they went into the batter's box, the way the way they approached this, the biggest uh, incident of traffic of a bottleneck that Chassin had to deal with, he pitched out of a, a situation in the second inning, got back-to-back strikeouts, bases loaded situation. Uh, part of that was because of baseball incompetence by the Dodgers. What's well, the old argument? We talked about this the other day that just throwing the ball over the plate, the hitter will get themselves out seventy percent of the time. In this case, it was more than 70% of the time that the Dodger hitters got themselves out, and so Chassin ended up giving up three hits, a couple of walks, and then he handed the ball to a gaggle of Brewer relief pitchers who mostly did the job. And so now Milwaukee will go with Gio Gonzalez, the great Gio Gonzalez, at least for like a half an inning in game four. That'll be coming up later on on Tuesday, and they'll try to take a 3-1 to one stranglehold on the National League Championship Series. The Dodgers will counter with slop ball left-hander Rich Hill and his curveball. He will be on the mound for Los Angeles. But we must get to the Komodo dragon in the room. And you know what that is. The, the saying is you win as a team and you lose as a team. That has been regurgitated by coaches and players for generations. And that is the standard cliche. You will hear that in most team sports. When someone does not do their job. In the case of the National League Championship Series, the word for this is hogwash. The Dodgers are fighting an uphill battle right now because one of their players is not a professional. He's playing like an amateur. Yasmani Grandal is his name, and he is killing the Dodgers' chances of beating the Milwaukee Brewers at a very important position. The catcher is the captain of the team, right? The catcher is the defensive captain. Everything goes through the catcher. Yeah, the pitcher throws to the catcher. Everything goes to the catcher. He's your quarterback. He's your play caller, the whole thing, and he sucks. 
He's terrible right now. He is killing the Dodgers. Garbage. And uh, we are told that Austin Barnes uh, will start at catcher for the Dodgers in game four. That's a no-brainer. I would go find Matt Barnes, the basketball player who's no longer a basketball player. I would start him at catcher. <laughs> okay. That's what I would do. Uh, but there, there is a bigger issue in play. So let's discuss here. The question is, the Dodgers think that they have three or four more games left in this series, right? They've played three, and they like to think the way they're going, they're going to need seven games to beat the Brewers. I have it a six-game series. I'm sticking to that. So they're going to have to win the next three. But either way, it's going to go more than just uh, another game. And so the Dodgers have a dilemma. They have a quagmire on their hands. And Dave Roberts does. What do you do with Yasmani Grandal? You're in the middle of the National League Championship Series. You are now three wins away from going back to the World Series. And you have a player who is not carrying the water for the Dodgers. The answer, and the only right answer here, and it's not what many people want to deal with, you remove Yasmani Grandal from the roster. You take him off the roster. He is not helping you. He is hurting you. And if you don't do that, that's on you. All right? I've got the double whammy, hemorrhoids, and the sideshow. And we'll mix all this together. Now, number one, I believe in the saying, if you have a problem and you know you have a problem and you do not correct the problem, you then become part of the problem. And that's what the Dodgers are facing right now. Dave Roberts and the brains, the ones that make the decisions for the Dodgers, they gave Yasmani Grandal another chance. He blew it in game one. He defecated all over the field in Milwaukee. And they said, you know, we're going to sit you down for game two, but we're going to give you another chance. We're going to bring you back in game three. And what did this guy do? What He said, you know what, not only did I defecate in game one, I am going to do a double. I'm going to do a number one and a number two all over the field there at Dodger Stadium is what I'm going to do. And that's exactly what happened. If Dave Roberts at any point the rest of this series goes back to Yasmani Grandal, then Dave Roberts' job should be on the line as manager. We're not talking about Little League or Babe Ruth League Baseball. This is the bleeping big leagues. This is the National League Championship Series. Yasmani Grandal has sucked at a time you cannot suck, and it's nothing personal. Maybe I want to go have a beer with him. Maybe I want to hang out with him. But I don't want him to play catcher. And the Dodgers shouldn't want him to play catcher either. And let him go and, and, and go play somewhere else. He'll be a free agent at the end of the year. And I don't know if the Dodgers have anybody they trust at the catching position of the organization. Maybe they can go find somebody in the Mexican League and bring him in here and have him play catcher. But it is a double whammy with Grandal because not only is he not hitting, he's batting a buck 36 with 10 strikeouts. He's been deplorable behind the plate. The pass ball, not catching pitches that were, you know, could have been pass balls they call a wild pitches, confused would be a word. It would be one thing if Grandal was batting 400. You'd say, okay, he's making up for his offensive suckage. Or if he was playing gold glove defense and wasn't hitting, you'd say, you know what, I can deal with that because at least he's doing half of his job. He's doing nothing. I'm sure, I have a feeling at this point Grandal forgets to put the toothpaste on the uh, the, the tube, uh, out of the tube, and when he, when he brushes his teeth there, he's, he's brushing his teeth without the toothpaste. He's got the toothbrush but no toothpaste on it. He's forgetting everything. 
ridiculous. Now, the second thing here, we yap on Fox Sports Radio. The, the Dodgers would have better luck if they put a trash can behind home plate and had the pitchers throw into the trash can. There would be less pass balls if that happened. <laughs> that would be a more efficient use of team resources than putting Grandall behind the plate. He makes me want to puke watching him play catcher at this point. It is an eyesore. It must be corrected. It has to be corrected. And the fact that Austin Barnes, who is a marginal player in his own right, let's not get carried away here. Austin Barnes is nothing to get excited about and post on Instagram. However, as long as he just merely catches the ball, he will be a dramatic improvement over Grandall. And as long as he doesn't strike out every other at bat, he will be an offensive improvement over Grandall behind the plate. And if the Dodgers do not have the balls to remove Yasmani Grandall from the roster, they should at least force him to get hemorrhoids from sitting on the bench and watching Austin Barnes play. Right? Only in an emergency situation should Grandall be removed from the bench. Now, we have seen this. If you're an old-timer, you remember some of the history of baseball, and there have been players that have had, they call it the yips. But typically it involves throwing, not just catching. <laughs> this is bizarre. I, I don't recall this. Uh, I know I, I'm, I'm getting up there, I guess. I remember Rick Ankeel could suddenly, the, the pitcher for the Cardinals could no longer pitch. He had to become a, an outfielder. Chuck Knobloch had a, a case with the Yankees where he couldn't throw. Uh, Mackie Sasser's the most famous catcher. Uh, incident, but he couldn't. His problem was he couldn't throw the ball back to the mound. He had this weird kind of hiccup in his giddy up. But I don't ever recall. Maybe I, there there have been a case of a guy just can't catch. I mean that it, it's the name of the position is catcher, and he's having problems catching. I mean, what are you doing? He should be banished from the roster, and if not, just don't play him. That's the grown up thing to do. Now the the final word here: the Dodgers are the more talented team, but that alone is not going to win. The Brewers uh, are uh, a feisty bunch, and the Dodgers have to uh, get the old smelling salts going here, and uh, we'll see. I, and I did, as I said, I picked the Dodgers in six, and as you know, I'm a distant relative of the great Nostradamus. We go way back. It's in my DNA, uh, and so I'm sticking with the Dodgers in six. And, but should they continue this uh, collapse, then heads will, will roll. Uh, the, the, the Milwaukee Brewers play a sideshow, freak show style of baseball. They have bullpen neurosis they suffer from, and it's a good bullpen. But you, the bullpen's not supposed to be something you look forward to going to. You should only do that when the starting pitcher fails. Now, in this particular game, Shasin, by Brewer standards, pitched a complete game because he went five and a third innings. I mean, my goodness. Garbage. Yeah. All right, we will take your phone calls if you would like to chime in. The number... 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We're also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. And we say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, one foot out the door. Judas Garcia. Bonjour, right. Ben Maller. Are you studying up now? Are you going to where are you going? Any exact? You're in Europe. That's a broad term. You're, it is. Yeah. London. They speak English. Are you going anywhere? They don't speak English. Yes, sir. You are. Unfortunately, yes. Where are you going? We are going to London for four days. They speak English in London. Yeah, I've, I'm told. I've heard yes. they do better than us. I think. <laughs> yes. Well, that could be argued. 
Paris, France for Ooh, four days. But there's Uh-oh. a lot of English in Paris, though. I hope so. There's a lot of English. There. And then Croatia Ooh, for four days. I don't know much about Croatia. Well, the good news is, and we've had relatives that have gone ahead of us, my wife is of Croatian descent. Now, we are, we've been told if you tell the people there you know, that you are of Croatian heritage, they will go out of their way to accommodate you, to be uh, yeah. hospitable. So hopefully that is the case. Now, are you planning on eating the local fare? Are you going to be eating at McDonald's in Croatia? What are you going to be doing? Well, here? I think we're going to we're going to go local fare to start, okay, and see how that uh, treats us. And then if that goes well, uh, yeah. we'll continue. If not, then the Golden Arches uh, we will go to. So if your stomach starts acting up, if it starts howling, the Golden Arches will be coming. Is that the, the uh, supersize me will be happening? Correct. Yes? Okay. Correct. I got you. Yeah, it's exciting. I'm starting you, to get you, excited about it. I would it. have anxiety of I waking had, up and yeah. not being able to speak the native tongue and being like, oh, crap, no, I'm I stuck that. here forever. I, 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 I've had that for many days, and for yeah. some reason now that I'm on the verge of actually you know, bon voyaging, uh, I, I feel excited. So, you are. Yeah. Good. Yeah. This is great. And uh, he'll be gone for three months. Uh, he's going on a little hiatus here from the show, three-month vacation, yes? Two weeks. Yeah, three months. But it'll feel like three months. Oh, it will. <laughs> yeah, like for to, for like some to, people, like it will feel like the, three months. I really want to thank the members of the Mallard Militia that have been sending me encouraging notes here on what to oh, look I'm forward sure, to. Yeah. I'm sure they are. They really got that your sound, back around that, here, Eddie. They really have your back around here. They're really supportive. The listeners of this show. Sounds like Lee Elia. Very supportive, Eddie. The people around here. They got you. They are good to go. Yep. Absolutely. I'm sure they're blaming you. It's and all you're your miss, fault. You're going to miss the World Series, Eddie, right? You'll be gone. By the time you get back, the World Series will be over. Well, well be at least midway through. Yeah, I'll miss yeah. some of it, you know. I'm sure you're devastated about that. I'll, I'll be following it all, I'm sure, over no, there. Well, they've got the anything. internet. You don't you like know? baseball. You're not going to pay any attention to it. I will pay attention You will to not it. watch it at all. Now, did the Dodgers not get the memo that the great Ben Maller was in attendance at Chavez Ravine? I know. Very rare to, appearance. I was told by some man, uh, prominent maybe media they were, people. Maybe they were so nervous. That's why they couldn't perform. I was told by somebody there. in the media that I am now become everything I hate, that I only show up to big games now, that <laughs> I'm an elitist that only show well, up to playoff games. When you're as big as Ben Maller, Clearly. that's how it has to be. You can't just show up for any yeah. Thursday night game. It's about you know well, playoffs. My position is I paid my dues. I spent a lot of years out there, <laughs> Eddie, watching crappy baseball, and it was like that's a right. throwback watching crappy baseball. Crappy baseball today in was. a playoff game, right, Roberto? Yes. Yes. That's, crappy uh, baseball was disgusting. It's all right though. Better uh, days ahead, Eddie. That the Dodgers will listen know. to me. The Asmani Grandal will not see the field again. We will Why? chain him to the bench, and uh, we are good. We are good to go. <laughs> going to chain him to the <laughs> yes, bench. Yes. Yes. We'll tie him up. Seems we'll be extreme. on the bench, and uh, it'll be all you know, all in fun. Like some of those all, old baseball. Yeah, I'm pr- sure he'll have a lot of fun. Like those old pranks back before we couldn't. You know, now you yeah. can't prank anybody. No, you know, the hot foot. Yeah, yeah, the hot foot thing, and you know, now that's bullying. But back in the old <laughs> days, it was right. just you know fun. They just called it fun. But now they call it bullying. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing how that works. You know, crazy. They, that is crazy. It's quite the shift. Life really comes at you fast. It changes quickly, yeah, doesn't it? Sure does. It sure, sure does. Yeah. All right. We'll take your calls. A lot to talk about here. Obviously, I was focused on the baseball game. Oh yeah, but I, yeah. But I did have Eddie. I did have the Packer 49er game up. That's on my list. We'll yeah, get to that I, I later. didn't think that was going to be a good game. It wasn't supposed to be a good game. No. Although I did take the Niners. I was very happy that the Niners covered I the spread. Understand. And uh, they, they actually for for 30 minutes of that game outplayed the Green Bay Packers. For the middle part of that game, 49ers were the better team, 
at Lambeau Field. Now, yes? I'm sorry, real quick. Yes, we know the Packers are the team in the state of Wisconsin, the great state of Wisconsin. Yeah. But, you know, the Brewers were also involved there. Where do you think the attention of the Wisconsin no, fans the were focused Packers. on? I saw guys at the Dodger Stadium wearing Packer gear. I saw as much Packer gear as I did Brewer gear. They were all decked out in their Aaron Rodgers jerseys. I didn't see any cheese heads. No? Right? Nah, wow. I wasn't looking, though. I was. I had my thing. I had a whole setup, man. I had, like... I was watching the Dodger game, but I had the NFL game on my laptop. I had a whole, I had a lot of stuff going on. I understand. It's multitasking. Yeah. Is what and I was you're going doing. to the game today again, Ben? I will be there. Uh, Roberto, and tomorrow right. as well, Roberto, we'll be hanging out tomorrow, me and you. Yeah. They, they better sure. win. Or, uh, no, they're going to win. No problem. Curse the Ben Bean. It's going to be more painful the, uh, the cheese heads. The cheese curds will be bad in Milwaukee. Oh, the Dodgers going to win in Milwaukee. Great. Yeah. It's going to be wonderful on a snowy day in Milwaukee. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I would say the first hour of this show, if you were not with us, was therapeutic. It might not have been therapeutic for you, but I felt like I got a lot off my chest and I felt better. But we can't continue to flog a dead horse or a dead catcher. We cannot do that, so we must press on. There's other stuff going on. And I was multitasking while observing the baseball playoff game that went to the Brewers. I was watching the 49ers and the Packers. Now, we pick every game on Benny versus the Penny, which is what you're not supposed to do. If you talk to anyone that's involved in sports betting, they tell you the key to winning at sports betting is being selective. You, the, the, the number one mistake that gamblers make, and you need to remember this, as you we, we, we move forward, we're going to get more legalized gambling state by state, the slow trickle. The, the number one mistake that people make is they bet too many games, and that's via parlays, teaser cards. You're supposed to only pick a game or two games, at most three games, but you're really not supposed to go past that. But we pick every game, and I had the 49ers plus the points. I felt pretty good about that. I felt relatively confident that the 49ers would hang around, hang around, and it proved to be accurate, Uh, although I did not anticipate that the 49ers would have an opportunity in the fourth quarter to win the football game. I did not see that in my magical, mystical superpowers, but the Green Bay Packers were were 10-point favorites when we talked about this. I believe 10 points was the number we had. On Benny versus the Penny. The game ended up nine and a half in favor of Green Bay. And the, the 49ers had the lead at halftime in this game. The third quarter was even. So going to the fourth quarter, uh, the the Packers were trailing going to the fourth quarter. At home against a backup quarterback for the 49ers. This was supposed to be a layup drill. At Lambeau, it was not a layup drill at Lambeau Field. Green Bay's defense could not slow down the much maligned C.J. Beathard for about 50 minutes, give or take, about 50 minutes, maybe a little less than that. Uh, In the end, Aaron Rodgers, the stat line, if you didn't watch the game, it's one of these things you can tell, did you watch the game, did you not watch the game? Because if you watch the entire game, you say, well, Aaron Rodgers was, the word choppy would be the word. But if you just look at the stat line, he had 425 yards passing, a couple of touchdowns, the Packers won the game, a comeback win for the ages, Monday night football, another insane finish. Rodgers led Green Bay to a couple of scoring drives 
in the final two-plus minutes there. He had the 16-yard pass play to Devontae Adams to tie the game. And then after the 49ers, C.J. Beathard said, "Ah, you know what? I'm C.J. Beathard. Let me remind myself I'm C.J. Beathard. Let me give the ball back to Green Bay. And so the Packers gave it, got another opportunity from the Niners. You saw the game. You know what happened. Rodgers got the ball back at his own 10-yard line with a minute seven left, and then it ends up hitting a 46-yard pass play, a 21-yard run, and Mason Crosby with a chip shot field goal at the end, a 27-yard field goal, and that is it. See you later. The Green Bay Packers get a 33-30 win over the Niners, needing a last-second field goal to win as a nine-and-a-half-point home favorite. So let's discuss. The Green Bay Packers winning on Monday night, impressive or depressing? Uh, now you say, well, how could it be depressing? They won the game. Maybe depressing is not the right word. I'll use the, the adjective I will use is deflating. Right? It deflates one ego, one's ego, the way the Green Bay Packers won that game. That this is not confidence boosting. I don't agree with that narrative. That's the television narrative. I don't agree with it. I don't. Um, my perspective, you've got unsustainable Houdini and the poor man. All right, we'll mix all this together. Now, A, Green Bay likes to think of themselves as a legitimate threat in the NFC. I don't see that. I don't. I see a pretender and a team that needs Aaron Rodgers to bail them out. While it is aesthetically pleasing and it makes for dramatic television, it's good for ratings. It is not something that can continue. It's an unsustainable game plan is what it is. It, it, it's something that feels good in the moment. It's kind of like eating a chocolate cake. I love chocolate cake. If you eat an entire chocolate cake, you feel pretty good while you're doing it. And then when you're done eating the chocolate cake, you're like, wow, what the hell did I just do? Holy crap. How many hours do I have to go on the treadmill to get rid of that? What have I done? It's that kind of feeling. So I, I watch the Green Bay Packers, and I see this game on Monday night, and I'm like, wait a minute. You're a double-digit favorite. You need several ridiculous things to go your way, to go sideways for Santa Clara to get the win on your home field. That's not a legit threat in the National Football Conference. I don't take this team seriously. Do you take this team seriously? Right now, here we are. You got a week seven. The Packers are on the bye week. Do you take that, that team seriously? I don't. How can you? The Packers have lost to the Redskins and Lions, mediocre teams, had a tie with the Vikings. You can say, well, that's a good tie, but a tie? How do you, how do you celebrate a tie? Nobody likes a tie. It, it is a fleeting form of success, you talk about living on the edge, the, the Green Bay Packers, and B, you figured at some point that C.J. Beathard, the glass slipper, would turn back into a disgusting shoe by midnight, and sure enough, it happened. It played out the way you would expect it to play out, it, almost on cue, but the story of this game was in part the fourth quarter, but also let's not overlook the middle part of the game. C.J. Beathard, I said he was good for 50 minutes. Maybe that's wrong. Maybe 45 minutes. 45 minutes would be more fair. In the fourth quarter, Beathard passed for 16 yards, and he had a back-breaking turnover. 
in the fourth quarter. His passer rating was 16.7. So Houdini lives another day. The Houdini Act against the better team, right? Against the better, you know, better teams, that's not going to work. The Aaron Rodgers formula is not going to work, but you can get away with it against the 49ers. You can get away with it against the Chicago Bears, who are greatly overrated. Lost to a backup quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. Embarrassing. Humiliating. Uh, so it's it's not a great formula. But the, the 49ers did have a lot of success in the meat of the game. And they did it by blitzing the Packers. And they exposed a weakness for the Green Bay Packers offensive line for Aaron Rodgers not adjusting to the blitzes in the middle part of the game. Rodgers did not do anything of note in the second and third quarters of this game. So that's why I I mentioned that the outcome, the stat line is deceiving. If you actually watched the game and saw how the game played out, you know this, but many people don't. They don't pay that close attention. They're distracted by Instagram, Facebook, family, whatever, and they're flipping around and they didn't watch the entire game. But in the second and third quarters, when the Niners cranked up the blitzes, they got into the head of Aaron Rodgers. Now, what's my evidence? In the 30-minute window, in the second and third quarter, while the Packers did score six points, it was a donut as far as touchdowns were concerned. And the, the Niners were effective at getting to mess up the, the, the offensive game plan of the Green Bay Packers. Rodgers, in the second and third quarters combined, had 110 yards passing, no touchdowns, no interceptions in those two quarters. Uh, and the first and fourth quarters, he was the Mona Lisa. He had 315 yards passing in the first and f- fourth quarter combined. He averaged 10.8 yards per play. But in those middle two quarters, it was a pedestrian 6.4 yards per play. So that's the point. Like the middle part of this game was controlled by the 49ers defense. They outscored the Packers 13-6. to Now, well, they played the whole game, Maller, you idiot. Yeah, I understand that. Just merely observing what I was a witness to watching uh, this particular game. Now, the last word on this. The Packers are now on the bye week, which means a tropical vacation. And they have a gargantuan matchup in week eight against the team, the, the IT team, the only IT team in the NFL. I ask you a question. Do you know the answer? The only team in the National Football League that has yet to lose a game. Can you name the team that has yet to lose a game in the, the NFL? The greatness of the Raiders. No, that's incorrect. You can ram it all day, and you, you can, can ram, ram it all day and ram it all night. Right. L.A. Rams, thank you very much. And that's at the Coliseum. Pit of Vipers there. Los Angeles, no chance. Green Bay will lose that game. That's a loss. Loss, 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 loss for the Green Bay Packers. They're not on the same level of the Rams. They're not on the same level of the Saints. You look at the NFC that I have Green Bay on my second line, not my first line. I don't have Green Bay on my first line. I have the Packers as a second-tier contender in the NFC. They got some work to do. Work to do. Right? How about Relax. you avoid a, uh, you know, a, another stink bomb like this just because you happen to win this game just, and you avoided the demoralizing loss does not mean that you should celebrate with cake and balloons. And for the 49ers here, C.J. Beathard, I got to say. Who? Better than expected. Right? Better than expected. C.J. Beathard, as bad as he was last year, better than expected. He's gotten better. Now, he mixes in a lot of mistakes, and you can't overlook that. 
and he needs that to be cleaned up. That has to be addressed. But he's God compared to Nathan Peterman. The kids playing Pop Warner football that are better than Nathan Peterman. But at least there's something to work with with C.J. Beathard. Not that the Niners are going to be anything more than a top 10 pick team in the NFL. That's already been, well, it's pretty much been cemented at this point. The Niners play the Rams. The Rams are a 10.5-point favorite in that game. And that's another game. You You look at that game, you say, well, divisional game. Uh, I haven't even handicapped the game, but I uh, would lean towards taking the Niners plus the 10.5. The Rams the last couple weeks have not covered as road favorites. That's their third road game in a row. They didn't cover in Seattle. They didn't cover in Denver. They won both those games. That appears to be another game where the Niners will be able to hang around on a short week, and they'll lose. They're 1-5 now. They'll be 1-6 after that game. So, but that, again, he's a poor man's... C.J. Beathard's like a, a, a poor man's uh, – he can be a poor man's uh, Amish rifle. Like I, that's how I – he can be a backup. That's a career. <laughs> As a backup quarterback in the NFL, you can have a long, glorious career. And you can bounce from team to team to team. You can be Ryan Fitzpatrick, the next generation's Ryan Fitzpatrick. And that's what Beathard has the, the ability to do. I don't ever see him being a starting quarterback in the NFL. We say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas, one foot out the door. Garcia. Happy, happy birthday, you old oh, man. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. I am kind of an old man now. Now, I had one foot out the door yesterday, so shouldn't I have, like, I don't know, well, the foot, expression, foot and a half out the door or the something? The expression is one foot out the door. That's I know. how the expression is. I know. But can you we use it change. two nights in a row? Is that, is that acceptable? Well, no, no one listens two nights in a row. I think people actually listen two nights in a row. No one actually listens. Fair point. Two nights. I mean, Fair they point. listen maybe once, yeah. and then that's it. They're like, "Why am I up this late? Boy, I, this radio sucks yeah. late at night. I wish I was on during the day." Stuff like that. Thinking about the choices they've made in life. Yeah. Yeah. So Jason Witten, now did you watch the Monday night game, Eddie? Did you see I watched Witten? more of it than I thought I was going to. I I thought, oh, you know, I'll focus on the baseball and I'll just kind of flip over during the commercials and see what's going on with the football game. And then I found myself actually being more interested in the football game, which yeah. was not the way I thought it was going to go. Did you notice, well, the baseball game wasn't competitive. That's why you. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, I didn't yeah. think that was going right. to be the case. So Jason Witten, uh, who... You know, talking is not his friend. Uh, English is his second language. So you're, should we give him a, a pass? You're a little hard on Jason. Not at all. I think it's you know he's learning English. It's hard. Uh, it's difficult. Uh, and uh, yeah, so Jason Witten, did you see, did you notice? Were you paying attention to his mistake? No, I wasn't. You were not. No. All right. Uh, now, what is the expression? Uh, a rabbit out of blank. What would the blank be? A rabbit out of. Yeah. Blank? He pulled a rabbit oh, out of... Oh, yes. Yeah, that rabbit, rabbit out of the hat, yeah. yeah. Was he saying something what else? What did Jason Witten say? Do we have the audio? All right, let's go to the audio tape. Let's oh, listen here. Again, let's give hey, a break. give some credit to the audio department, Ben. Come on. They got the audio for not, you. Well, actually, it's not in the system. Ah, Eddie, Eddie, uh, in your face, Garcia. I in tried. Your face, Garcia. I tried, audio department. There you go. All right, anyway, let's go to the, audio, go to the tape. audio tape. Here it is. This Now, remember, the expression is, I toss it out. Eddie didn't even know it. No, I, do, I did know it. Not You didn't explain it So what well. is it again, Eddie? Pull, Pull the, a rabbit out of the hat. Yeah, all right. That's, everyone like knows. Every, you learn that in third grade. You learn these expressions. Listen to Jason Witten, who is a network broadcaster on what used to be the most coveted thing on television, Monday Night Football. Listen to this guy. 
I tell you what, Tess, you saw Aaron Rodgers there. Blood on his elbow. Big old knee brace on. Hitting the wrist. It doesn't matter. He pulls another rabbit out of his head. <laughs> Play it again. I gotta hear it again. I need. I mean, this is a. Come on. Think how many people wanted this job. Anyone Eddie. can say rabbit out of the hat. No, Come on. This is unique, right? That's right. This is unique. And um, what? Saw Aaron Rodgers there. Blood on his elbow. Big old knee brace on. Hitting the wrist, it doesn't matter. He pulls another rabbit out of his head. <laughs> <laughs> so, now I need that. That, as, that is amazing. That is wonderful, that. isn't that great? I mean, come on, I need that as a drop. We just the part rabbit out of his head. I just need that. We'll we'll mix that in, uh, and when we get that, we'll be finito and uh, done. I mean, we were getting a lot of good drops in these NFL. He, he was channeling his his own inner uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson there. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Well, he was wow, doing that's pretty good, Coop. I kind of like that. He was doing that annoying thing because the guy he works with, Joe Tessator, is that how you say his name? Yeah, yeah. He's like a uh, like every broadcasting cliche wrapped into yeah, one and all I will, that stuff. I will have to agree with that. So Tessator is just like a cliche. done. Tessator is like a parody of a broadcast. He is, he and is. so. Witten's like, I work with Joe Tessitore, so I need to be like him. So he was trying to be like Tessitore, and he got, we got this. Do we play it again? I want to play it again. Play it again. I need to play it again. Play it oh, again. Tess, you saw Aaron Rodgers there. Blood on his elbow. Big old knee brace on. Hitting the wrist. It doesn't matter. He pulls another rabbit out of his head. <laughs> what else? What else do you think is in the head, Eddie? What else do you believe is in Aaron Rodgers' head? If he's got rabbits in his head, what else does he's he have? He's got some State Farm insurance in there, I'm sure, right? I could, I guess. Yeah. I mean, might might have some of that, but uh, wow. That is uh, tremendous. Tremendous, it's tremendous. Not football, not drama. Uh, it's all about the drama. We are all, it's a drama-rama. Benito, done. Out of the head. Good. Rabbit out of the head. I'm amazed. Eugene, I'm convinced. We got this guy, Eugene, from Chicago. He listens all the time, right? And Eugene sends me a bunch of stuff. He's the biggest fake Chicago sports fan, this guy. Okay. Why? Because he, he bills himself as a, a Bears fan and a Cubs fan, and he is now openly cheering for the Milwaukee Brewers and the Green Bay Packers to beat the Rams. <gasps> what kind of fraud is Eugene? You're going to get kicked out of Chicago, Eugene. You're going to have to move to Wisconsin if you keep Loser. this up. It's Loser. embarrassing. Do you know what state you live in, Eugene? I mean, and he said he's blaming me because I played the Chubby Cubby song. Remember, after the Cubs were eliminated, we played the Chubby Cubby. He was offended by that, and he says now he's going to put a hex on me, and he's going to pull for all the teams that uh, against the the teams I like. What was wrong with the Chubby Cubby? That's a great song. A good song, it's there. Yeah, it's right up there. I mean, it's one of the all time greats. What's up with that? Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Here we go. Let's do it right now. Yeah. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And it is that time yet again, uh, the third degree, and we bring in the Coop Da Loop, Justin Cooper. Benny, look at any sports website or blog on Sunday afternoon, and you were bound to see some variation of the headline, John Gruden ready to clean house. No one is safe. Ben, do you think that's true? Is no one safe on that team? Yes. In fact, there's a rumor out of the Bay Area that John Gruden is willing to trade Roberto, that he could actually be traded for some other fans. So, Roberto, you might be traded for like a Lion fan, so you might have to cheer for the Lions. That might be a transaction. No, I totally buy it. It makes sense. 
for several reasons. But, hey, John Gruden has a reputation for not getting too close to any of the players. Like, he likes players, but he doesn't want to marry any of them. He feels that way about quarterbacks. That's been the reputation about John Gruden. So publicly Gruden will say that the Jay Gruden-inspired rumors are not true, but they've continued, which tells you what. It is likely that these rumors are coming from agents and from other teams that are being contacted by the Raiders for these players. So I completely believe it. I believe it's 100% true. And B, if the Raiders deal Khalil Mack, which they've already done, then why would you just stop at Khalil Mack? Why wouldn't you continue? Like You'd think the last player you would get rid of would be Khalil Mack. He'd be the guy that you would want to pay. They didn't want to pay him, so if you don't want to pay him, why would you pay any of the other bums on the team? It's going to be okay, Roberto. The NFL drafts in April. That's good for you, not for me. But, uh, yeah, I totally buy it, and no one's safe. And even those guys dressed as cartoon characters in the end zone could be traded. Next! Well, Ben, it was a moment you neglected to bring up during yesterday's show. Eddie just mentioned it. After catching a 75-yard touchdown to tie the game at 40, Tyreek Hill was met at the back of the end zone by a large contingent of Patriot fans flipping him off inches from his face. What's wrong with that? One of them threw a beer directly at him. Oh, horror of horrors. Ben, Pats are the douchiest fans in the NFL, right? No, not even close. Uh, Not even close. The Dallas Cowboys have, everyone knows this, the Cowboys have the douchiest fans in the NFL. Number one, most annoying fan base in the NFL. And you're chasing legends of Cowboy past and all that. And uh, Never seen a Cowboy fan do that. Oh, please. They do it all the time. And Roberto, I hate to say this, Roberto. The greatness of the Raiders. That's true. That's, That's a true. win. That's a win, Roberto, for the Raiders. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're more douchier than Patriot fans. So congratulations, the Roberto. The greatness of the Raiders. All right, next. All right. Now there was a funny moment before the uh, the Broncos Rams game on Sunday when Dick Stockton prepared viewers for a matchup between the L.A. Rams and the Denver Nuggets. Yeah. Uh, it would be quite the matchup. <laughs> yeah. I would like to see that. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I don't have time to play the audio, Ben, but I wanted to ask you what was one of your worst slip ups that you still cringe at today. Well, I, I try to forget the show, so I don't I don't really recall any of the mistakes. But uh, I know when I was doing when I first started in the business, and I was a radio reporter, and I was it's called stringing, and I was doing updates back when they had those for like seven or eight different radio stations and networks, and I got confused and I locked out on the ro- I thought I was on like the Mighty Six Ninety, and I was on this thing called Sports Fan Radio. It was very embarrassing. Uh, it was very humiliating, and I've done some terrible interviews. Uh, with the kid from the Little League World Series. We're out of time, Coop. How'd we do? Benny passes. That is a winner. I won it at the buzzer. At the buzzer. Find the buzzer. I can only tap dance for so long. Do you have what it takes to get to the top? Probably not. And it is time now for Rallers Mount of Money, the flea edition. We welcome in our contestants, and then we'll pause for the cause and get the game in its entirety. So we're on time, Mallard. By the clock, for the clock, plausibly all about the clock. That's right. Damn right. Who do we have here? Let's see. We have Jed who fled. Hello, Jed who fled. We have not heard from you in a while. You survived the big storm. Yes, indeed, and it is no small blessing to be able to finally hear your voice and all you guys again, even even Flores. Uh, I, it's, it's good. Yeah, we survived it, man, but it is it is no no sarcasm, man. It's 
devastating, man. It is, it now, is did, you stay, did you stay? Did you stay? You're in Panama Beach. Dude, but... yeah, yeah, dude I, am, I am Jet who fled in only so many ways. Ain't no hurricane making me run, dog. I mean, we got brick house. The wolf could not huff and puff and blow my folks' house down. So we we're 10 deep, though, which will cause family trouble after a few days of being 10 deep at the house. Yeah. Okay, all yeah, right. Uh, but, uh, hey, thank, thank you for caring, man. It's see, been good, it's good to talk to you again. Uh, I'm glad you're back. You only run away from game show uh, or, or verbal octagons, but not hurricanes. And don't. Yes. Yeah, I understand. All right, hold on, Jed. And we have, let's make this an even matchup. We have Ed in Spokane. Ed, hello, Ed. Hey, Ben. How's it going? Now, Ed, last time I asked you what you do for a living, you gave me a very interesting answer. I'm going to ask you again. What do you do for a living, Ed? I'm cleaning gutters. That's the better way of saying it, as opposed to what you yes. said before, which involves uh, well, a large gust yeah. of wind blown out of the mouth. Yes. All right. Mm. Very good. And, Ed, hold on a second. We have Ed and Jed. Kind of works, doesn't it? Ed and Jed? The Jed and Ed show? Rhymes. Rhymes. Jed, who would you like to partner up with on the show, yeah, Jed? I'd like I'd like to play with the rhymer extraordinaire, Ben Mallard. All right. Very good. Thank you for that. That's going to be the winning team. Hold on a sec. And, Ed, who do you want to partner up with, Ed? you got Eddie's last day on the show. He's quitting the show. You've got Roberto and the Koopaloo. Um, Ed will go with Ed Garcia. Okay. Ed and Eddie. Very good. And Eddie's got to win, right? What are the it's categories, Coop? Let's, why don't we just get that out of the way, too, so we come right back and we can get right to the game. What are the categories, Coop? All right. Uh, as Ben said, this is the Flea edition. Flea, the basis from Red Hot Chili Peppers. He's turning 55 today. Uh, the categories are Give It Away, Scar Tissue, Californication, and Snow. Uh, Jed, you were on f- first. Which category would you like? How about a little bit of snow? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Okay. Yes, you know all about that, don't you? Yes. Uh, Ed, what category would you like? Ed. Uh, I will take... Um... He wasn't listening. He has no idea what the categories are. Can you repeat the categories? <laughs> I knew it. I knew he wasn't listening. All right. Give it away. <laughs> Scar tissue. Give it away. You just go with the first one. <laughs> that, thank you oh, for that. This is going to go well. This is going to be great. Okay, hold on. Everyone stand in place. Everyone staying in place. Everyone uh, quiet on the set. We will get to Maller's Mountain of Money. What a classic matchup this is going to be. The Flea Edition. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. All right, back to it we go. It is Maller's Mountain of Money, the Flea Edition, and Jed, who fled. You are partnering up with me, Ben. We've got Ed and Eddie. The category Jed picked was snow, and all these athletes all have uh, been linked to Cocaine. Is that correct, Koopaloo? That is correct. Okay. Jed, you know how this works. You've got 45 seconds on the clock. We need the first and last name. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right. 45 seconds. Ready? Begin. All right. Star receiver for the Giants right now out of LSU. Odell Beckham Jr.? Correct. Uh, 1990s Cowboys receiver with Aikman and Michael Irvin. Correct. 
linebacker for the New York Giants in the 19... 19- Lawrence Taylor. Correct. Uh, ace of the New York Mets in 1986. Doug, do I good? Yes, correct. Uh, outfielder for the Rangers. He won the MVP in 2010. Then he went on a bender. Justin Hamilton. Uh, no, for a different... Josh for, Hamilton. Yes, correct. Uh, 1986 Celtics, number two pick out of Maryland. He never played in the NBA. He died of a cocaine overdose. Lady Bias. That is correct. Uh, Expos outfielder. He loved Coke so much. His Vladimir name, Guerrero. No, his nickname was Rock <laughs> in the 1980s. He was a stolen base guy for the Expos in the 1980s and 90s. Uh, nickname. Hey, who, knows, who the hell knows that? Pass. I know that. I, rock Reigns. He, uh, he apparently had like rock cocaine in his back pocket during games. You <laughs> yeah. love cocaine. I mean, I, re- I respect that, but I've never heard of it. He, okay. he, he right. just got uh, elected to the uh, Hall yeah, of Fame, Hall of Fame. Like, like, last he year. He's, a base, he's not going to know that either. All right. But anyway, it's a, it's a good showing. 240 points okay. for you guys. Uh, that's enough to win. Uh, Problem not about you. Yes. Uh, Ed, we need to punch Ed up. Oh, hold on a sec. Let me punch him up. Eh, I'll touch him up. Okay. <laughs> All right, Ed. Are you ready, Ed? Okay. Yes. All right. We need the first and last name. Your category is give it away. There we go. These are some of the most charitable athletes in sports. This should be fun. First and last name, please. 45 seconds on the clock. Are you ready, Ed? Yes. All right. Ready? Begin. Current quarterback of the Seahawks. Russell Wilson. All right, Texas, a Texans sack man. He raised millions for the Houston Hurricanes. DJ Watt. Yeah, uh, one of the dirtiest players in the league. Uh, he was drafted by the Lions, played with the Dolphins. He's now on the Rams. The pass. Uh, former NBA big man from Africa, great shot blocker, wags his finger when he blocks shots. Happy, happy birthday, you old man. Great. Pass. All right, a professional wrestler. Uh, he, the, he had that you can't see me thing. He's trying to be an actor now. Uh, uh, John Cena. Yes. Whoa. Uh, NFL defensive end. His dad, Howie, is on Fox. Uh, he plays for the Eagles now. Um, oh, I'm shocked he got John Cena. So am I. I don't, I don't <laughs> know if I gave I don't know if I gave a good clue there, but I guess All right, it, Ed, so. uh, you missed Ndamukong Sue. He is the uh, the dirty player. Uh, Dikembe Mutombo, the shot blocker. Mutombo. And then Chris Long, son of Howie Long, defensive end on the Eagles. Uh, you have 90 points, have some catching up to do, Good luck, so Eddie. you'll be going yeah. again. Ed, would you like the category scar tissue or Californication? Californication. All right. These athletes were all born in California. 45 seconds on the clock. Are you ready, Ed? Yes. All right. Begin. Current star quarterback of the Patriots. Tom Brady. The big unit. Pitcher. Pass. Uh, okay, a uh, Hall of Fame running back for the Broncos. He did the Mile High Salute. Uh, I forgot his name. Pass. That's bad. Uh, the Glove. Davis. Yes, uh, former NBA guard, The Glove. He played with the Sonics and the Lakers. Great trash talker uh, out of Oregon State. Gary Payton. Yes, uh, greatest hitter in Padres history. Hall of Famer. Pass. Holy God. Uh, <laughs> Come no, on. It's not oh, God. man, it's not good. Former Pate, uh, Padres closer, he's in the Hall of Fame. He'd come into Hell's Bells. Pass. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Eddie, you deserve that. Well, honestly, I, it went better than I thought it would. Yeah. But they got uh, Randy, didn't they? You missed, uh, you missed Randy Johnson, the big unit. Uh, did you say Gary Payton? Yeah, he got Gary Payton. Yeah, Gary Payton uh, yep. Tony Gwynn. T- Tony Gwynn, Mr. Padre. How many points did he get? Uh, 170. So you Eddie, did- it's Eddie's birthday. Eddie wins. All right. I like that, Roberto. No, 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 no. Eddie, I win. No, no, Eddie's giving me 
Ralph for the next two weeks. That's what you get. That's your punishment. Eddie. You get Ed in Spokane being your partner there. Uh, that means, Jed, you win a golden ticket, which is also punishment to me. So Jed wins. Ticket. and I got a golden ticket. So good. We didn't even play the final round. You want to play the final round? Hey, Jed, you want to? Hold on a second. Jed, you want to run up the score, Jed? For the love of God, let me play the final round. All right, real quick. Let's do as many as we bastard. can. Here we go. Uh, California Kitchen. Oh, no, no, that was you did that one. Scar uh, tissue. Scar These tissue. athletes have all suffered gruesome injuries. All right, uh, here we go. Uh, he currently plays for Oklahoma City. NBA player formerly with the Pacers, traded last year to Oklahoma City. George Ball? No. Uh, you, got the, <laughs> you mixed that up. Reverse that. All right, uh, uh, star for the Celtics. Paul George? Yeah, there you go. Former Utah Jazz player. Uh, he went to the Celtics. He hurt himself in his first game, like the first Gordon minute. Hayward? Correct. Uh, Yankees outfielder came over from the Marlins in a big trade last year. Big slugging outfielder for the – Giancarlo Stanton. Correct. Uh, 80s Redskins. That's it. We can keep running it up. We won the game. We got to go. We won the game. Another win for me. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zen Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 